BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to Death Do Us Part Podcast, hosted by my wife, Jamie. Hello. And myself, Mark. What up, y'all? Hey. Hey. How fucking long did you heat that coffee up for? Uh, a minute. It's like steaming. I can see it. Yeah, it's pretty hot. But yeah, I just mm. put it in the microwave for a minute. Ugh. Is it like tar? Kind of, but that's kind of how I like it. Yeah. You know, they say people who drink black coffee are psychopaths. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I'm a psycho. I don't think psychopaths laugh like that, though. Just saying. Thanks. I found out the difference between a sociopath and a psychopath the other day. What is the difference? If I remember correctly, the difference is, like, violence and torture. What? A like, a sociopath social... will kill somebody, yeah. but a psychopath will, like make it long and drawn out and painful oh okay if i if i remember correctly i might not remember correctly so if i'm saying it wrong it sounds good yeah sounds believable just correct me i was listening to uh a marcia clark podcast marcia clark yeah wow she does so i guess she used to have a show um on id I can't remember. You know, I think I remember that. Yeah, like investigate 48 hours or some shit. Yeah, I, I think I remember that. But then they turned some of the episodes into a podcast, too, because there was stuff that they couldn't talk about on the show. Oh. I didn't learn anything fucking new from your podcast, so <laughs> thanks for not helping me. Marsha Clark. Yeah. Wow. You know who I would love to meet, though? Who? Kelly Siegler. I don't know who the fuck Yes, is. you do. Cold Justice. Oh, yeah. Babe. She's a fucking pit bull, man. I would love to meet her. I just don't get, like, excited meeting people. Like, I met Chris Hansen, remember, at one of our... Your boyfriend. You were excited that day, don't lie. Yeah, I was excited. But then after, it was like, uh, okay, he's a regular dude. He had sweet fucking, like, velvet shoes that were amazing. But then I met that... uh, the detective that did Dahmer that's on yeah. ID. You were more excited about the wrestler in 7-Eleven. I was. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest with you. He was too. Do we have any chapstick over here? 
Um, over by the couch, we do. Yeah. Oh, I have some in my purse. Ah. So we're on put what? Twenty five. Can I watch you put it on? Can you just shut up? God. Mm. I, I can't put it on if you're going to do that. And my lips are cracked. My lips are real chopped. They are. They hurt real bad, Napoleon. Ugh, the corners. hate it. Well, there's like coffee. Oh, that's got to taste like shit. You're not very good at making coffee. Well, I'm not. So, it's cool though. You're the only one drinking that. Yeah. So, what the fuck was I saying? Oh, we're on 25. Yeah, the 25? big two five. We got to twenty five fucking episodes. Yeah, we did. We also have another. Uh, we have two new patreons. Two new patreons. What are their names? Um, I have to look because we actually tried recording yesterday, and both of us weren't having it. Yeah, we weren't ha- so, having. So we tried like three times, and then by the third time, like, we're like, Nah, fuck, fuck it. it, we'll do it tomorrow. Yeah, we'll call it a day. So. We have Renee, who is a lieutenant. Thank you, Renee. Wow. And Elba, who is a sergeant. Thank you, Elba. You guys are fucking awesome. Wow. Seriously. That's crazy. Thank you guys very much. So much closer to quitting my job. <laughs> I need like 300 and... I don't know. I can't fucking math right now. now yeah, I can't math right now. Um, I got to do some shout outs, too. Rebecca Ann, happy birthday. Hope you had a good birthday. Happy birthday. And Crystal O, thank you for listening too. I appreciate you ladies. Thank you very much. I hear Crystal O and I think of that Ozempa commercial. What? (laughs) Where they sing, oh, 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 it's magic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, whatever. What are you doing with a pen? Are you scratching? Yeah, I'm scratching my armpit. Good fucking lord. Oh, nice. You got a shirt on today. I do. A tank top. Yeah. So, yeah. It counts. Did you have one on earlier? Yeah. Oh. I think the same fucking... No, I mean like earlier today, not like three days ago. Mm Mm-hmm. The Bears are on and they're losing. Yeah, I know. So... Looking back and forth. Yeah. Fumble. You always do. Like, most episodes, you pay attention to about a third of what I say. You're mostly on your phone on Facebook. Or watching the Sox game. Right. This episode, you can't. Yeah, I know. I gotta pay attention. You have to be an active fucking participant. I will. I will. You have to be. You're gonna have to refresh my memory a lot, though. I know that. No, I will. So, this episode, um, Cynthia on Instagram brought up a good point. She brought up that we should do an episode on how we met mm-hmm. and who would play us in a Lifetime movie. And she included who would play Tony. I love that. Yeah. Who would play Tony and who would play my old partner, Ivan. I love that. Not like who would play our kids, who would. No. Tony and fucking Lugo. I yeah. love it. And it's weird when you call him Ivan. It, thro- uh, it throws yeah. me off. My bad, Lugo. Yeah. Uh, it's, it throws me off. So, yeah. yeah, we didn't meet um, in a normal fucking way. No, we didn't. No. And the people that know us are going to be like, motherfucker, this is your next episode that comes out? Like, we already know. know that there's shit. We don't want to hear this. <laughs> right? So. Yeah. This chair squeaks. It does. Yeah. It's pretty fucking loud. Sorry. I mean, not, but sorry. So we're going to have a new family member tomorrow. 
We are. We're getting the new pup. His name is Chance the Pupper. Yep. Half German Shepherd, half Pit. And I feel so bad for his owner. So we've I been we've been talking through his mom. It's a friend of a friend. He's moving, and the dog is considered too dangerous of a breed for him to take with because yeah. of the pity in him. And it, this poor guy is, like, fucking devastated. Yeah. So when we said we were going to take him, they asked if he could have a couple more days with them. Yeah. Which broke my fucking heart. Yeah, that actually broke so, mine, too. So, yeah. So he's just happy he's not going to a shelter. Yeah. I reassured them. It's a loving family. Dude, I'm come going, knock on our door if you want to pet your dog. Yeah. That, I, that's what I'm going to ask tomorrow. Like, if, you know, anytime he wants to come over come and over. see him. Yeah. Or, like, I'll, I'll get his phone number and we send, him, send him, pictures. him pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, that's got to be heartbreaking. So. Because they say he's just such a sweetheart. So to say that he's a dangerous breed. I fucking hate when people say that. Yeah. It's not the fucking breed. It's the, no. It's the, the people owner. Right. Yeah. Pities used to be babysitter dogs. Yeah, exactly. And look at Sadie. Yep. What the fuck would she bite? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Yep. She was afraid of the wind. She, she was, was afraid of herself. Yep. So, yeah, but, but this guy's got ears that stick up. Oh, yeah, they're so He's long. got like a German shepherd snout, but like a like a pity eyes. Yeah. yeah. It's It almost looks like somebody drew his face. And he's got like the tiger fur. He's brindle. Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome. Mm-hmm. So, but he has that white patch on his chest like Sadie did. Yeah, so. yeah. But they sent another picture, and he was just chilling, looking out. So Mark is making him a um, sack toy because yeah, he cause, likes to eat socks. Yeah. So, so. I'm balling up a bunch of socks and yeah, gonna put them we'll together be here tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm super excited. I, I am. really am too. I'm actually excited too because he's a fucking beast. He is. <laughs> he's an eighty pound dog. Yeah. And Mark never had pets ever growing yeah. up, and Sadie was fuck forty five pounds. pounds. Yeah. The biggest when she, she got ever. Sick, what, she, she was, was about fifty. Fifty or sixty. No, she was fifty. She's okay. fifty one or something. So he's never had a big dog. No. Like you're gonna get eighty pounds of loving jumping on I you. No, I can't wait. But he's you know Yeah, he he's looks so sweet. His he face does. was just That's why I feel, I I feel so bad for that guy. But at least he knows he's not he doesn't have to take him to a shelter. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. So that that'll be exciting happy. tomorrow. Yeah. A new family member. Yeah. Someone Chance. for you to hang out with during the day. I know. That's the biggest thing. So the kids went back to school, and Mark doesn't know what the fuck to do with himself during the day. Oh, my God. I was so excited for school to start, and then the first day they left, I'm sitting in silence, and, like, <laughs> what the fuck do I do He now? called me literally 187 times at work. And it's funny, because every time my phone would ring, one of one of the guys would be like, "Oh, is it Jackson?" And I was like, "No, he's in school." And they're like, "So it's Mark." Yeah. Like, yes, it's Mark. Dude, it it gets boring. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's very weird. And then when Jacks got home, I got so excited. Yeah. Like, I always say, like, I I want to be by myself, and then I end up clearly I take a nap. But then when I wake up, I'm like, well, now what the fuck do I do? Exactly. So. Speaking of naps, how was your nap? Uh, it got my headache better. Good. So. It was only about an hour. That's all I needed. I just, I was starting to get a migraine. You sound better. Yeah. Like one of those migraines that'll make me look like I'm having a stroke. Yeah. So, yeah, I felt like that's all I need. I didn't need to take a 
17 hour nap like I normally do. Not that I don't want to. I always want to, but I have too much shit to do. Yeah. So I had to get rid of my headache. Yeah. Especially this weekend. We got to get the house ready for. I, babe, the amount of fucking shit in my work bag and the amount of shit I have to do here is redonkulous right now. Yeah. So. I'm putting on my shades so I feel cool. You are cool. What were you pointing at me for? Nothing. I was flicking my nose ring. Oh, I was like, <laughs> what? I thought you were pointing at me. Like, I, was, I was playing with my nose I ring. I got a booger? And got a little excited, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, good so, Lord. Um, why don't we start by who would play us okay i'm gonna try really hard today too not to like slip and say names yeah please you got really pissed at me yesterday i did I just, it's just force a habit i, can't, I know you know. I know so first who would play tony i think we agreed on this ray liotta ray liotta without good a doubt. fellas yeah ray liotta without a doubt mm-hmm. yeah i mean spot on with it the really eyes is. yeah yeah guys he's single FYI. And ready to mingle. Yeah. And he's a gentleman. He is. He is just like a genuine fucking good guy. He really is. Yeah. So. Very loyal, very faithful. Just. It's, I can't say the word chivalry. Yeah. With, with like, he was going to go get me a fucking umbrella from his truck. Yep. When his truck was in the other parking lot, mine was in front of the door. Yeah. He's just. He's a nut. I told he's a, you. He's, he's always been guy. like that. Yeah. He's always. He's like, I can get mean. No, the fuck you cannot. No, he can. I'm like, you can get stern. And what he said was, no, I can get mean. Ask Mark. Yeah, I've seen him get mean. He did throw a water bottle. Not at me, but towards me. And I mean, a fraction of an inch, it probably would have knocked me the fuck out because it was a metal water bottle. (laughs) No, I've seen him go off. Yeah. Go off, go off. Well, the one One day. With the task force when we... Because, so people, like, know, so, like, the task force was broken up into teams, and each team would cover so many suburbs. So we were part of the North team. But if the North team was busy, and we had a murder, like, two murders in the North town, North suburbs, so, like, the South team would get called out to help. So we had a murder in my town that I worked for, and then... The North team was already busy working a murder, so we had the South team come out. Dude, like, they just work different. They, their oh, I'm sure. motivation is just different. It's, uh, I mean, it's they're used to their way, and you guys yeah, are used it, to your way. That's and... the best way to explain it. Like, we work good as a team, and then uh, they work their different. way as a team. But we were trying to do video canvassing, and they were fucking around on it. And Tony just went the fuck off. I could see it. Oh, it was awesome. Uh, it was awesome. Well, the one day at work, remember? <laughs> My phone went off. You have to get up here. You have to get up here right now. <laughs> yep. And Jackie's yelling world star, which is, you know what, what <laughs> <Yeah>. that is? <laughs> so, yeah, that was, I mean, that was an entertaining day. Yeah. But so you, still. Don't cross him. The, he will. You know what he did the other day, which fucking killed me? When I fuck up something, I generally yell some form of swear word. Yeah. He fucked up something the other day, and he just kind of whispers to himself, 
Well, that was unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. That's awesome. <laughs> well, that was unfortunate. Yeah. So Ray Liotta, for sure, for him. And now uh, Lugo, I say Michael Pena. Uh, Tony said Eric Estrada. <laughs> <laughs> which, fucking... which both played in chips <laughs> so yeah eric estrada is like what how old is he oh he's got to be in the 60s like, oh he's say, way older 70s. than 60 i'm gonna google it but Wait, i i could I see my phone? i could see either one but definitely see i thought michael pena in chips because that's how yes lugo is yes you know, i agree um just fucking hilarious just always joking around um so that was my pick and then who did who did you say wilmer valderrama yeah. or whatever yeah fez yeah i could see that too <laughs> i could definitely see that but yeah michael I... pena is spot on <laughs> but yeah like in chips yeah like how he washes his face yes and stuff. <laughs> yes that's that's him all right how old is Eric Estrada? Uh, so gonna, I just... I'm going to say 73. I just want to tell you that um, I Googled, I got as far as how old is, and then it's a list of fucking wrestlers. Is it really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say 73. 72? Oh! You were close. One off. I knew he was older than fucking 60. Because he was, he was in chips at the end. Remember? Yeah. He was the ambulance yeah. driver, I think. Uh, we're called paramedics. Paramedics. Thank I'm you. sorry. Thank you, squad car driver. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck face. Sorry. <laughs> he was the ambulance driver. You're a dick. <laughs> God. So All right. now you. you. Okay, so Alexis said Busy Phillips. Which I can see. But then I think we decided on Amanda Pete yeah, yesterday. I could see that more. She's got to gain like 137 pounds. Oh, but God, stop. Totally would. Yeah, I think Amanda Pete is more fitting. Yeah, I could see that. And then for you. You said a couple people. No, he said. Oh, for you? Yeah. Yeah. So Tom Hardy. From Venom. Specifically from Venom. Yeah, with short hair. Yes. I could see that. Yes. I think with long hair, Macho Man. Who's dead, so it doesn't matter. Right. Right. But then also with short hair, with the beard, John Moxley. John Moxley, if you watch wrestling. Yeah. When he came out yesterday at Rampage, I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. He should play Mark in the movie. And I that's the first thing I said when he came out. Yeah. So if you don't know who he is, he's a pro wrestler uh, in all elite wrestling. Who he looks Googled, like Mark. Yeah. <laughs> He, now he with the does. beard, he yeah. does. I mean, I have long hair now, and he's got very short. But the, I'm telling you, with, with the, the beard. beard and the facial structure, the way that he is. Yeah, I could see it. Mm-hmm. I could see it. So I guess that that would be it. Hundred percent. Yeah. And it would have to be a lifetime movie. I would accept nothing less because oh, uh, it has to be a fucking right. cheese tastic. Yeah, yeah. Without so, a doubt. There was a, a true crime case. Um, I can't. I can't remember her name. She was fucking with the ex, whatever. When they caught her, they found a book that she was writing specifically for Lifetime to make a movie about her. <laughs> Genius. I was like, get it, bitch, because that's what I would do. Genius. Mm-hmm. I'm writing a book now, too. You are. And should I, like, write it for Lifetime? 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we do have a lifetime-esque saga. We do. And we'll get into uh, yeah. we'll get into all that. So. But, yeah. Well, my book is a little bit more motivation. That's what I'm trying for. I would like a Betty Broderick-esque movie. <laughs> yeah, you would. I would. Oh, Just saying. Fuck. Yeah. Well, all right. Um, that's who would play us all. Yep. I, I think we're pretty stuck on it. Yeah. Like the, those are good picks. They like are. Those are solid picks. And I think it's fucking hilarious because when we were talking about it yesterday at work, I was talking to the girls about it. And Kate and Jackie said that they were going to play me like Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, <laughs> which I'm totally down for because... Jackie's the, the evil one. hundred fucking percent Jackie's the evil one. And there is not a similar feature on either one of them. <laughs> I know. But then we were talking about Tony. Yeah. And he was in the other room and he comes in and I was like, we were talking about who would play you in, in a movie. And he's like, oh, Ray Liotta. Right, what the r- fuck? Right before I fucking said <laughs> right. it. Yep. So, yeah, I think we're spot on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are solid picks. They are. So. So, we didn't meet in a bar. We no. didn't meet on Tinder. Nope. I didn't know what fucking Tinder was for a while. Is Tinder still a thing? I think so. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. What was it? Hinge? Is that what in town? Oh, fuck. I don't I know. I have no idea. Plenty of fish. Uh, I do know that Facebook has a dating thing now. And does, does it, it come really? up in your newsfeed? No. It comes up in mine all the time. Jamie, try Facebook dating. And it's fucking pictures of me and you. Really? <laughs> like four pictures of me and you. Oh, no shit. Hello. No, I haven't gotten it yet. Read the room, Facebook. <laughs> like, what the fuck? So. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah, I don't know what they are. I know, uh, I know what some Bears of them are. are. Ass kicked. I don't know. I know what some some of them are mostly because of like calls that I had mm-hmm. because these these people would set up dates on plenty of fish and they get fucking robbed. Yeah. Well, I can't even tell you how many we had. Kate said that her favorite memory of you <laughs> she was on a call like that and the guy just got fucking annihilated. He was sitting in the back of the ambulance yeah. and you come up with your hands tucked in your vest and you're like, well, that didn't work out for you, did it? <laughs> Just walked away. I had a lot of good lines because like... You would just show up. Yeah. And like, <laughs> like you, you would guys just stand and stuff, there. And especially when I was field training, like it just like the new guys, like we were so busy, but they would like the calls, like we fucking averaged like two or three robberies a shift. Oh, easily. You know, but like when you're new, it's like, holy fuck. Right. And when you're not new, you're like, dude, this is a Tuesday. And then a shooting. Like we would right. like two, at least two or three weeks. I had and, the one, remember we were both working that night? Yeah. Six shootings in four minutes in the same town. Well, that was us. Yeah. Because uh, we was called us. each and other. We had four guys working. <laughs> we called each other and we're like, which one are you going on? I'll we, meet you there. That's our mm-hmm. sergeant. We met up with our sergeant mm-hmm. and we had, it was, and they were all robberies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like it quick, was, back to back to back to back. It, they were it all was like a crew found. that was doing it. Mm-hmm. So we just picked. We're like, okay, you'll go to that shooting. You, If there's anything, just grab it, bag it, and clear. Yep. You go to this shooting. Yeah. Yeah, that was fucking nuts. That, that was a crazy ass night. Yeah, it it but, was. That was when I was on nights training. Yeah, um, I was training a guy for shift manager. Yeah, and yeah, he got pissed at me because I pulled out a fourteen gauge IV needle, which is like the really fucking big ones. Yeah, you know? 
And I was like, we're going to use this tonight. And then we had six shootings in four minutes. But I had the guy that was shot in the back. I had the guy the shot in the stomach. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Because my guy got into the house, and he was laying on his bed, and he was shot in the back. And I looked, and it just it was like his side of his back. And I was like, you're going to be fine. Yeah. Dude. You know, Flesh was, wound. Yeah. So I was like, the ambulance is coming. Yep. Um, I'll try to look to see where you were standing. You know, he was somewhat cooperative. Yeah. But I was like, I'll look for anything, but I, I got to go, man. I'm like, we have three other fucking shootings. So lay there and don't, yeah. don't move. Uh, that's basically what I told him. I said, the ambulance is coming. I was like, I got to go, my man. So yeah, that was, that was rough. Funny times though. Just it was. You know, with comments, just like, what the fuck? Dude, we had a fucking great time on the street. We did. Alexis the other day was like, I miss it. And I was like, I do too, but. Yeah, I, I can't lift a fucking gallon of milk still. No, so, you, you can't fucking yeah. go back on the ambulance. I know. It, it makes me sad, but... It makes me sad. Uh, I can't work the street no more. Yeah. But... Wah, wah. So, we met... On a call. 2010. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Right? 2010. It was... Right? Yes, because our 10-year wedding anniversary is this year. Yeah. Yes. So, um, we, we, I think it was November, we was said. That, yeah, October, November, because it was cold. It was cold because I had long sleeves on. And, and then I, we ended I up getting almost, together in March. Almost positive I had a jacket on. No. No? No. I know I had long sleeves. You had long sleeves on. I never liked wearing a jacket. No, I don't either. Yeah. Still, I don't. You're too big for a jacket. I, it, yeah, it was too much. Yeah. But I, I remember it being cold out. It was cold. It was at night. Yep. It was dark. Yep. And it was a call for a psych patient mm-hmm. who was becoming, I think we got it as she was becoming uncooperative right. and combative. And then when we got there, she was calm. Yeah. She was talking crazy, but she was she was calm-ish. Yeah. Um, she had a, a little, like... Um, decorative plate on her mantle that said uh no glove no love and she had in her like china cabinet was a michael jackson Mm -hmm. glove i don't know if it was real or not but it was a sparkly glove i'm gonna go with it wasn't yeah i'm I'm gonna say it was fake yeah but it was a sparkly glove it Mm -hmm. was just one and then i think it said michael jackson over it it probably did and then she had something with Peter Griffin. Peter Griffin was the, uh, like, her background on her phone, and she was telling us he was God. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So um, <clears throat> she was an exceptionally large woman. Yes. And yes, she was. So my partner. So if she became uncooperative, it was going to be bad. Yeah. And it was a tight fit oh my in God. the apartment. And my so partner. I was, in, I was inside the apartment. Yeah. And you were behind and me. I went inside the apartment because my part, I can say Dylan's name. My partner was a bigger guy. So he was in the hallway with your sergeant and the cot. And they were kind of like blocked in the hallway. And then I, myself and then an officer who passed away, unfortunately, last, or two years ago. Yeah. He was inside with me. And he right? just, he fucking laughed the whole time. He literally was just laughing oh, at this yeah. woman the whole fucking time. Yeah. And it was pissing her off. That's normally what he <laughs> so, does. Or yeah. what he did on calls was just laugh. Like, so, this isn't fucking real. Right. Right. Well, because, I mean. A lot of the shit, like, we could tell people it, and they, oh like, it, it, it that's is what unbelievable. We should, that's what we should write a book about. 
I, I mean, just the yeah. call, the amount of calls, like yeah, oh yeah, it, in it one on, day, yeah, in we one saw, day. Like our department, we saw more shit and handled more shit than some departments, some officers would mm-hmm. would fucking handle in twenty years. Oh my years. god, I had one day with. My one partner, he was my partner for a long time, not Dylan. Um, <clears throat> we had two shootings, a full arrest. The guy that fucking was fighting us, um, we thought it was a heat emergency. And then he started like, I mean, he was like literally beating the fuck out of me and my partner. Yeah. And then <clears throat> we cleared the hospital from that and went to like a 24-year-old drowning Jesus. So, and at the dispatcher at work at the time uh, was like, I need you to clear. I'm like, I need five fucking minutes. Like, <laughs> I cannot function right now. I need a couple minutes. So, yeah, yeah in one day. Man. I was like, can I just go home? Yeah. Please, can I just go home? <laughs> like, yeah. we are death and destruction. I need to leave now. But you gotta, what were you doing behind me? Okay, call? so she was cooperative. And then she told me, uh, that she was pulling my hoe card, <laughs> and that you damn hoe. I know, and that she was gonna get me, and I'm like, fuck. If she, if, like, if she gets me, she's, <laughs> she's she gonna, gonna get, get me. <laughs> so I stepped behind you, mm-hmm. and I was like, fuck. I've never fit behind anybody in my life. I'm not a small girl. Like people who know me, I'm not. I'm not a small girl. You get that. And Mark's not a small dude. So when I stood behind him, and I like could completely hide behind him like a tree, I was like, this is fucking fantastic. <laughs> So I looked at the guy standing to the left, and I was like, who is this guy? And he's just laughing at me. Yeah. He just keeps laughing. So then I look at your sergeant in the hallway and said, who is this guy? And he's shaking his head no at me. Now, I've known these guys probably a little bit longer than you have, because I had been in that town a little bit longer. So I started drawing hearts behind your back and (laughs) telling your sergeant that I was going to marry you and that I loved you. And he kept telling me to shut the fuck up. (laughs) And I'm like, no, no, I I love him. I'm going to marry him. And he's like, shut the fuck up. And then we actually like had to leave because the lady was going to go fucking crazy. Yeah. So I tried that. Was it that night or the next day? I don't remember. You saw one of our firemen. Yeah. Who I'll say his name because he... You know, um, he asked Kate, by the way, the other day, if he kills her, if he could be on an episode. (laughs) Um, I called JP and I'm like, dude, who the fuck is this guy? Like, where did this guy fucking come from? I'm in that town all day, every fucking day. And I had never seen you. And he's like, oh, his name is Mark. He's new, blah, blah, blah. Like they put him straight on tack when he got there. So, you know, and I was like, "Okay, well, find him. And he's like, well, what do you want me to do? I'm like, fucking find him. That's what I want you to do. And he didn't. Yeah. And then. You saw another fireman. But this was, it was later. Yeah. I saw you in passing on another call, like four months later. Really? Like you were leaving the call. Oh. Yeah. You were leaving as I was pulling up and I was like, mother fucker. Really? What call was it? I don't even remember, but you were leaving. I mean, we had other PD on scene. But you were pulling away. Hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? Shit. Yeah. So, ooh, sorry. Hit my microphone. Um, That night, my roommate and I proceeded to get Mm shit-faced and called another fireman Mm -hmm. who I have known since childhood. Yeah. And I'm like, 
you fucking find this guy. You find him. You figure out who the fuck he is and you find him. And he's like, I know who he is. He's like, but I don't see him. I never see him. I haven't seen him for like six fucking months. I'm like, I don't care what you have to do. Find him and give him my phone number. And the next day. You're I the fucking, first fucking person he sees yep, in the parking lot. I pulled lot. up and I fucking see him. And yep. he's like, dude, what the fuck? Yep. And then he, he proceeded to give me your number. And, and said like, that I was the redhead from Bud's. The problem is, yeah, though, is that my partner. roommate yeah. was also a redhead from Bud's. Yeah. So you didn't know which one we were. No, I didn't. You just first. took a chance. I did. Yeah. And you didn't. I remember. So <clears throat> he sees you. The, you're the first person that he sees mm-hmm. that day. And he hadn't seen you in months. So that was fucking weird. But then um, he called me and he's like, I saw him. I gave him, you know, your phone number and stuff. Because the original plan was to, if he couldn't find you, he was going to give it to another officer mm. to give to you. Yeah. Which would have turned out to be really fucking bad. Yeah. By the way. Um, but then you you called me at like 10 o'clock that night. No, I didn't call you. I texted. No, you called me. Did I? You called me. I thought I texted No, you. you called me. Because I was at mom's house and I looked at her and I was like, it's <gasps> lying back. And she's like, answer the fucking phone. I'm like, I don't know what to say. She's like, start with hello. <laughs> so we Hi. did. We talked on the phone for like an hour. And then we figured out the next day we were both like friending each other on Facebook because that's what you did. You, you know, you had to be Facebook. You had official. to be. And I saw that um, we had a, a couple mutual friends. The first mutual friend we had was my fucking brother, yeah. which. Mark didn't realize, mm-hmm. but Brad had, do you remember how you met Brad? Yep. The Chasen Harvey. Yeah. Where you fucking nailed the guy like a fucking linebacker. Yeah. We got into a car chase. Uh, it was either a vehicular hijacking or a stolen car, but we got into a car chase into the next town over from us and it's a, a shit town. They don't have any fucking street signs. It was a fucking mess, but they ended up bailing in an alleyway and I saw there were two dudes. I saw two dudes bailed the opposite way, but this one dude was like, "Why the fuck he chose to come my my way?" So I didn't even. I stopped my car, got out, and I see him running towards me. Uh huh. He like, literally he, ran he's at looking, you. Yeah, he's looking dead on at me. Right. So I'm like, I fucking start like kind of trucking over, like trucking towards him. And I just fucking football spear him. Yeah. And I we fucking land, and all I hear is, oh! Yes. Yep. Yeah. So then he was in lockup. Yeah. And he wanted a fucking ambulance. Yeah, he said I broke his fucking ribs. You did. Oh, did I? <laughs> you did. Wow. So my brother, who used to work with me, gets called, and he goes to pick up the guy. And he asked who was coming with him because the guy was in custody. Obviously, one of you guys has to yeah. come with. And they're like, oh, Cash is coming with. And he's like, who's Cash? And Brad said, "I." then I look over and I see this big motherfucker walking at me. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> you ended up breaking like three ribs on the side you hit, not the oh, side really? that hit the ground. Yeah. No You don't shit. remember that part? No. Yeah. Oh, that's mm-hmm. awesome. It, yeah. But he was running right Which fucking towards kills me. me because you look... Not to me anymore, because I feel like once you've seen somebody's naked butt, the intimidation factor is gone. <laughs> but you looked 
like like you looked mean. You yeah, you was, were very intimidating I looking. I was bigger than I was big in the weight lift. And now all of us know that you're just a giant fucking wiener. Thanks, so, babe. I, you are. <laughs> you're sensitive. Thanks. You're a wiener. So we all know that. Now. Yeah. But yeah, I think he was just like in tunnel vision and didn't fucking pay attention to me or right what, at but, you. I didn't even mm-hmm. have to fucking really move. Mm-hmm. I ran towards him. I ran in a straight line and just, we fucking connected. And it was bad. Yeah, it I, was. I put him down fucking hard. I'm sure you did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I put him down hard. And yeah. I just, I just hear him. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, you, you broke some shit in there. Yeah. So, <laughs> so then I see our second mutual friend and I'm like, you have got to be motherfucking kidding me. So I Who's, asked you. Who was that? I don't, I don't want to say it because oh, okay. you're going to yell at me for saying names. Okay, yeah. Um, and I'm like, hey, how do you know so-and-so? And you're like, oh, he was, he was my tag team partner in wrestling and oh, blah, blah, yeah. blah. He's like, I've known him forever. And then you're like, how do you know him? And I was like, yeah, he went to high school with my ex-husband and they're like best friends still. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Yep. What a small world. Yeah. So I tracked you down. Yeah. And then I got you to come over. Yep. Mm -hmm. And that was a crazy night. Yes. You were drunk as shit. Yes. (laughs) I was. Yes. I got to hear you sing. Which was a common theme back then. Yeah. So not anymore. I know. It's funny because like I come home and I'm like, I want to have a couple drinks. And then I end up like starting like a case or something instead. So. I need to clean the house, though, so I really just need to, like, drink and fucking rage clean, because yeah, that, that'll get, that'll be fine. Yeah, that'll get the, the job done. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, that was kind of the beginning of the end. Mm-hmm. And then, you know I'm bringing this part up, hmm. you broke up with me. Oh, God, here we go. We were not on a break, Dude, despite what you think. We were on We were not on a fucking break. break. You broke up with me. And then the day fucking after, I had my arm fucked up by a patient. Yeah, I do remember And I was that. like, I, you know, what are you doing? Like, I'm in a lot of pain. Like, do you want to come over? And you're like, I'm going to my mom's. Yeah. And I was like, motherfucker. And then you gave me this bullshit excuse about how you wanted to get back into wrestling. And I you did. were going to go practice. Okay, that doesn't mean you have to break up with me. Okay. Now, normally... I'm a bitch, and I don't fucking care. Deuces. I was a miserable fuck. Like, I was physically ill for, like, a week. I didn't go to work for, like, a week. Really? Mm-hmm. Ask Beth. Wow. hmm It was fucking terrible. Well, I do have that effect. I wore your sweatshirt, like, every night. Oh. And then I kept checking Facebook to see if you were going to change your status. Yeah. Because, you know, Facebook at the time. Yeah. And you did. But you did it at three in the morning and then you immediately erased it from your timeline so no one could see it. So, but then you went on dates. So don't look at me and fucking smile like you're smiling at me right now. Like, oh, it's so sweet. He dated. Dated. Multiple dates. Dated. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. We were on a break. We were broken up. You broke up with me. We were not on a motherfucking break. Well, we got back together. Yeah, over a pair of pants. Yeah, you had my my work pants. Because um, the store, Glenn's, 
What the fuck was her name? Stella. Wait, was it Stella? Yeah. Okay, so... Because I always used to say Stella got her groove back. Okay, so I was sitting with a co-worker who was also on light duty because she was pregnant. And Stella called me and was like, dude, I got your boyfriend's fucking pants here. Are you going to come get him? And I'm like, no, and started crying and like hung up the phone. And the girl I was with was like, just go fucking get him and like call him. It's an excuse, you know? So I went and got your fucking pants and I called you on the way to physical therapy and you had an ear infection. Mm -hmm. I remember. Yeah. And I said, I had your pants and I was like, well, I could drop them off at the station, whatever. And you're like, no, I can come pick them up. And, and then I don't think we talked for like two days. I I think it was two days. And then, well, in between that, you had the shooting. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But then uh, April 16th, I remember the day, which is funny because I don't remember Dick. You called me and you were with your partner at the time. Mm-hmm. And you guys were shit-faced. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea where you were going. You were going from one place to another to continue drinking. Mm-hmm. You were going to... Um, yeah, his house. I'll just oh, say his yeah. house. And you fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> you fell Because you were shit-faced. Yeah, I do so, remember that. Yeah. Because that wasn't long after the shooting. It was uh, less than a month. Almost a month, but less than a month. Yeah. So. God, we should have took off more. I was not ready to come back. We took. We were only off three days. I didn't. I don't think at the time you knew that you could take off longer. Yeah, I really didn't because no one really informed yeah. me. Like. My department, like, usually handles officer-involved shootings good, but they no. did not handle ours Mm-mm. well at all. No. So. Yeah, that, I was at the, fuck, I was I was at the fire department with Danny, mm-hmm. RAP, and I knew what you were doing that morning, and you called me and you let me know that, you know, you were getting ready to go and everything like that. And then the shooting happened, and it came in as an officer-involved shooting. Mm. And that's what Danny and I heard on the radio. So I fucking full-on panicked. And obviously it wasn't one of you guys, but... Yeah. Yeah, we thought it was one of you guys down. No, so, it's the bad guy. Yeah. Yep. Right. So then we got together. Yeah, then we got back. Yep. I realized I loved you. Yep. I love you, boo. After you broke up with me. Oh, my God. It was just a break. No, it was not Ross. (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. Could you imagine? What if I wrote you an 18-page letter front and back? I wouldn't read it. (laughs) I wouldn't fucking read it. I'll tell you that right now. I don't think I'd have that much to say to you. No. What the fuck could be in 18 pages? I... I wonder that literally every time I watch the episode and he screams, it was 18 pages, front and back. I'm like, what the fuck did she write in there? (laughs) Like, and the other thing that bothered me about that, she didn't pull the edges off of the notebook paper. Oh, yeah. She just like ripped it out. I I know it's very stupid, but that bothers me. Yeah, that bothers me too. A lot. Hmm. Yeah. So then um, we weren't. Were we living together? We moved in fairly quick. We did. Because you... We were, we were like, our, our whole relationship was quick. Because you, 
you pretty much told me from the get-go, you have a daughter. Yep. You don't want to be fucking around. After we broke up yeah. and we got back together, I'm like, listen, like, yeah. she got attached to you the first time. You need to be in it for the long haul this time because I'm not bringing you back around her. Right. Because she was constantly asking where you were, yeah. you know? So, yeah, I told you pretty much then. If, if you're not going to be serious, then we're not doing this. Yeah. So. So we moved in fairly quick and... I, f- I don't remember when the fuck we moved in together. I don't either. I don't either. I don't remember. But yeah, I, I know it was quick. And it was and summer. Then, and then you got sick. I got sick. Yep. I went to the, I was at my mom's house and I thought, um, I had appendicitis. Yeah. Because I was throwing up. I had a fever. I had like all of the symptoms of yeah. it. And my mom's like, if you throw up one more time, you're fucking going to the hospital. And we all went. It was <clears> me, your mom and you. You didn't come until after work. You came after work in your oh, uniform. Okay. Yeah, you could be right. <clears throat> you came. I know I was there. You were. Now, so we, the whole the whole time, I'm like, it's appendicitis. Like, I even called work, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I have an appy. Like, this is what, I'm probably not going to be at work. And, yeah. Um, And then you got there at, like, two, two in the morning or yeah. three in the morning. And the doctor came in, and he's like, well, you don't have appendicitis. You have a cyst that ruptured. That's why you have pain. Um, he's like, but you have a tumor. And I was like, I have a what? And he's like, you, you have a tumor. And he handed me the CT report and I was reading it. And poor you, you were looking at my mom like, well, what the fuck does that mean? And he's like, you're in liver failure. Your, um, spleen has completely shut down and you have a giant tumor in your pancreas. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I have fucking cancer. And he's like, probably. And I remember asking if I could go have a cigarette. And he's like, no. I was like, I'm not going to throw myself in front of a fucking bus. Like, I just want to smoke a cigarette. And he's like, can I give you some Ativan instead? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I remember, like, you were just sitting there crying, saying you you didn't want to die. I didn't know what and to I'm do. I'm like, oh, my God. I called work. And I talked to uh, Ron. I'll just say it. I talked to Ron. And I was like, I'm not coming in tomorrow. And he's like, so it is appendicitis? And I'm like, no, I have cancer. And he laughed. He's like, seriously, that's not fucking funny. And I was like, no, I'm not. Like, I'm not kidding. This is what's going on. And yeah. So I ended up getting admitted. Mm-hmm. I was at Bolingbrook for a week. Mm-hmm. And they told me I needed to go to a university hospital because this was something far beyond yeah. what they could do. So that was. And I, I stayed with you. Work was great. Mm-hmm. They, they let me be. All home. the guys took, they gave you time. Yeah. And you were off for almost the whole yeah. month with me before I had the surgery. So I got diagnosed on December 7th. Yep. I got discharged on December 12th. Mm-hmm. And we got married on December 13th. Yep. So we did not have a wedding. We went to the courthouse. But I figured we needed to because if something happened, right. I would take care of Leah. Right. And that's, that's why we did it. Yeah. That's exactly why we did that. Yep. And then we went to TGI Friday's. And then we went to a strip club. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, we did. And then I saw a couple doctors, and we went to Rush first. Mm-hmm. And it was the head of the department, and he shook like he had Parkinson's. His hand was shaking. Mm-hmm. And he proceeded to tell me that there was nothing there, despite the fact that I had a stent put in my spleen at Bolingbrook, and his partners took it out. Remember? Yeah. And they saw the mass and four more lesions on my pancreas. Right. 
And this guy was telling me, no, there's nothing fucking there. You're an alcoholic. Go yeah. home, wait it out. In six months, we'll do it electively. Yeah. And I knew uh, like something was wrong. So we got home and you're like, what do you think? I'm like, I, seven doctors are telling me that there's this huge fucking tumor in my pancreas. And this guy's telling me no. Yeah. Like I, I need to go see someone else. And mm-hmm. we went to Northwestern. Yeah. And we went to the appointment and we saw Dr. Bentram who was, and we ended up in the emergency room the night before, remember? Yeah. And now I had seven lesions on my pancreas and I was back in, almost back in liver failure. Yeah. So we got to Bentram's office and he's like, you should have been in surgery a fucking month ago. Mm-hmm. Go downstairs, get your prereqs done. You're having surgery in two days. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we went to Northwestern and then the day after the surgery, you had to go back to work. Yep. But I remember being in recovery and they forgot to hook up my pain pump. And the nurse was like, you could not have a 9 out of 10 pain. Uh, ma'am, I just had organs removed, right. by the way. And um, I, like, I was t- and I'm telling her, I'm like, my vitals are like supporting a 9 out of 10 pain. Can I, can I just have some fucking pain medicine? And yeah. can I have Mark? I kept asking for you. So they actually let you come back in recovery for a couple minutes yep. before I went up to the room. So, and then I was there for a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I apparently was hallucinating at some point. A couple times. Yeah, don't remember. Um, bunch of people came to visit me. Don't fucking remember. Mm-hmm. I have very little recollection yeah. of being in the hospital. I remember um, a fuzzy pair of pants I wore. I don't remember. And I remember they let Dylan take me outside for a cigarette. Yeah, I do remember And as soon that. as we came in, I was like, I'm going to fucking throw up. Like, yeah. you got to get me into somewhere. And then I think you smoked with Lynn, too. I might have, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I came home with a drain, which mm-hmm. was weird. But, yeah, so they took almost the the whole pancreas. Yep. They took my spleen. Um, now I'm a diabetic. <laughs> Which is lovely. Yeah. But, yeah. So, I didn't die. So, that was cool. But that was, so it was we, scary. So, we have been through so much fucking shit. Yeah. As a married couple. It's ridiculous. You with your fucking cancer and then with me fucking. Dying. Dying twice. Like, legitimately. Yeah. <sighs> so, yeah. It, it was fucking, it was scary. It was, yeah, it, it was. was scary for, like, I've never been that sick. Yeah. And. I was worried about you, and I, I kept telling my mom to make sure that you were okay. Yeah. Because medically, like, we knew what was happening, but you didn't know what was happening. Yeah. So, yeah, it was scary. But. I'm, yeah, I, I was scared. Yeah. And then I had to come off morphine. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I remember you asking the nurse, is she going to get addicted to this? And the nurse is like, yep, but she's not going to be able to function without it. So I, I quit taking it cold turkey. Bad idea. I, I almost jumped off the balcony. It was fucking terrible. So then, I, well, then I got better. Yeah. And then Jackson. Yep. When we had I Jackson. got pregnant with Jax. Do you remember when they were going to wheel me into surgery? Dr. Bentram was like, are you planning on having kids? And you and I were like, what the fuck? What? <laughs> what? And I was like... I- I don't know why. Yeah. And he's like, well, cause I'll cut you in a different way if you're going to have kids. Yeah. So we just said yes. So mm-hmm. my scar almost, my scar actually did rip open on the inside when I was pregnant with Jax. 
So, and then he was five weeks early because he was a yeah, little was. fucker. Yep. I went into labor um, at a bar. Yep. <laughs> we were celebrating a divorce party. Yeah, that's right. Yep. And you were laughing at me trying to put my fucking shoes on because you wanted to help me and I wouldn't let you. Mm-hmm. I don't think I buckled them that night. Yeah. But I was laughing and I thought I peed my pants, which I'm fucking seven months pregnant. You pee your pants. It happens. Right. Um, and I went into the bathroom and realized that it, I, in fact, did not pee my pants and that it had to have been my water breaking because <laughs> yeah. it was pink. And I came home to get you. I, like, did an Irish goodbye and just was like, eh, you know. <laughs> and I called, I called my friend and I'm like, can I make it to Bolingbrook? And she's like, what happened? And I told her and she's like, I fucking left there five minutes ago. And I was right. like, okay, but we're not going to birth him in the bathroom. Like, just right. tell me if I can get there. So I came home to get you and I had just worked. You like, had just gotten off three sixteens in know, a row. So I was fucking out of it. You had gotten home at like three in the afternoon mm-hmm. because you had just gotten home as I was getting ready to leave. So I wake you up and I tell you we have to go to the hospital. And you don't wake up at first. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna go like by myself then. I'm like, maybe I can sneak there and you know. And then you finally wake up and you go into full-blown like psycho fucking panic mode (laughs) there's no other way to fucking explain it you i told you to let me drive because the seat was wet because my fucking water broke you know you refused to let me drive you got lost on the way to the highway which we had lived in the same place for three years at this point almost four years like it's a fucking straight shot to the expressway and then you kept saying you were going to pass out yeah, I do remember So I kept that. telling you to pull the fuck over, and you kept telling me to shut up that you're not pulling over. <laughs> so we finally get to the hospital, and we get out, and it's like something in you clicked. And you looked at me, and you're like, are you guys okay? <laughs> like, what's going on? So then we get in there, and they kept telling us, well, you have to wait for transport. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I know where Ellen is. Just let me go up. Like, at this point now... I'm starting to internally panic because he's right. he's not moving and he hasn't moved in over an hour. Mm. And I know my water broke. So I'm starting to panic, but try not to let you panic. We're waiting, we're waiting and waiting. They call again, waiting and waiting and waiting. And I very quietly and as politely as I could told the gentleman behind the desk that if my baby dies because he can't get me a fucking wheelchair, that I will come down there and I will kill him with my bare motherfucking hands. <laughs> and you looked at me and went... So you're not okay. (laughs) Yeah. We had a wheelchair immediately. Yeah. Got upstairs and she's like, yeah, your water broke. And I was in labor for five days. Yeah, I was going to say that was a long fucking time. Five motherfucking days in labor. I just remember taking a picture of you and you fucking flicked me Mm -hmm. off. Mm. (laughs) Do you know how many people like every year repost that picture? They're like, this is the best picture ever. Yep. You were so They were letting me eat portillo's. Yeah. Before they were going to start the Pitocin to get him out. Yep. So, yep. yeah. And then I wanted an epidural, mm-hmm. obviously. Women who give natural childbirth should be put up for fucking sainthood. <laughs> I don't know how they do it. Because even with the epidural, like, yeah, it's they say that the pain of birth is the equivalent of breaking, like, 40 bones at the same time or being set on fire. Ugh. So... Yeah. That. The so then the guy came in for the epidural and at this point all the moms had showed up. Yeah. Yeah. So I do remember um that. 
he was like, well, one person can stay. And you're like, I can stay. And I looked at him and I was like, he passes out. And he's like, well, you're going to have to go. Because fuck you. Like, at that point, I loved him more than you. I needed that fucking epidural. Oh, I know. I know. And then we were good. I was good for a while. Like, hours. Yeah. I was like dozing, you know, on and off. All the moms were there. And then all of a sudden I woke up and I remember you were on my right and I had my back to you because you were rubbing my back. And mom was on my left. And I looked at mom and I'm like, I have to push. And she's like, what? And I said, I I have to push. And she's like, so you're having a contraction? And I was like, no, I have to fucking push. Like, (laughs) go get somebody. This baby's coming out. And then I had to explain to you the resuscitation cart and told you to just go with him. So you were going to cut the cord. And I watched him come out because I was sitting up. And the doctor pulled him out and then immediately pulled him down so nobody else could see him. Yeah. Cut the cord that was wrapped around his neck twice. Gave him to the neonatologist because he wasn't breathing. Mm -hmm. So they suctioned him a few times and then got him to breathe. And he was screaming and I kept telling you to go with him. Yeah. And you were pissed at me because you thought I lied to you about cutting the cord. Yeah, I did. So. I did. Yeah. He was five pounds. Mm -hmm. He's 150 pounds now, guys. You look at him and you're like, preemie. The fuck are you talking about? Preemie. Yeah, he he fit right in my hand. You couldn't couldn't be alone with him because your chest was too big. You couldn't reach over to move him. And you were fucking terrified of him. So there's that. And I kept telling you, like, now is the time to drop him. He is rubber. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if you're ever going to drop him, like, now's the time. He's rubber, you know. But he was Mm itty-bitty. Like, I still, I have the onesie still. I have what we brought him home in and everything like that. But he was, we were in the NICU for uh, a week. Yeah, about a week. And the NICU nurses, God fucking bless you guys. Because literally, like, nurses are a special breed. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't know how NICU nurses and later on ICU ICU nurses, I don't know how they do what they do day in and day out. But they're the reason I kept my sanity yeah they were like I felt leaving the hospital for the first time was devastating Mm -hmm. without him but they made it I got chills they made it okay after that you know what I mean yeah do you remember when we had to go to Walmart I was like I just I just want to be alone Mm -hmm. and you refused to leave my side so you walked like 10 feet behind me yeah so then Mm -hmm. yeah then he came home and we were miserable (laughs) (laughs) He didn't sleep for 18 fucking months. Oh, my gosh. He slept for 45 minutes at a time. Yeah. Um, Brutal. I was miserable. Yeah. Yeah. And it turns out I had postpartum, but I wasn't depressed. I was fucking homicidal. Like, I was just angry all the time. So I didn't realize it was postpartum. Yeah, you were. Yeah, it was bad. Oh, yeah. It was fucking terrible. Like, I didn't, I mean. a few months. He didn't sleep. He was sick. Mm-hmm. I didn't sleep, you know. Yeah. And then just one night, poof, he slept through the night. Yeah. So now he's 150 pounds. Right. Yes. And then we bought the house. Mm-hmm. So. And that's, that's her story. Yeah. And then you died. And then I got sick. Yeah. Surgery gone wrong. <sighs> that was, but yeah. That's a whole nother story. Yep. So you were going to have an SI 
joint fusion. Mm-hmm. And we went and saw the doctor and it all, it was like very rushed. Yeah. You had it been, was. yeah, you were having shots and they weren't working. And all of a sudden it's like, let's go see the ortho. We see the ortho. Yeah. They call the next day and they're like, surgery's approved. Yep. And we were going to do back to back. So you had yep. week time to recover. So he said, let's do the left side first because the right side is worse. So that way you can get used to it. Yeah. So they chose to keep you overnight because you were big and a big sissy for yeah, pain. True. Um, so they kept they kept you overnight. And the nurse, who I'm Facebook friends with, by the way, yeah. um, fed you popsicles in a cup all night when you couldn't sleep. You remember? Really? Yeah. No. You don't remember that? Yeah. No. I, I mean, like, you probably had 15 fucking popsicles that night. And she just kept bringing them to you. She really? didn't care. Yeah. She's like, here, have them. Have them. Yeah. Sure. Um, we got home. We got Portillo's. I remember that. And then... I don't remember any of you this. You don't remember any of this? No. Um, and then... Um, uh, I, I don't want to say his name. Don't. Yeah. Met us at the house right. to get you in. And you were fine. Like, you got right in. And he said he had never had surgery before. And the next day, he ended up in yeah, emergency surgery. I do remember that. Which, for the most fucking ridiculous reason. Reason never. Yeah. But I think I rem- vaguely remember coming home and arriving home, and he was there yeah. waiting in the driveway. Yeah. So I do remember that. And then the rest. You don't remember? No. I, I don't remember walking into the house or anything. Nothing? No. So you slept on the couch. You told me to go upstairs. And then at like 5 a.m., you yelled for me to come down because you were in pain. And you were fine. Everything was fine. Everything was going great. And at one point, you got up to go to the bathroom, and you went this way, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, for some reason, you thought the other couch would be closer yeah. in, in the front room. And I've now, looking back, I don't think you were thinking clearly. So you sat down on that couch. So I came and sat down next to you, and you had sleep apnea at the time. So you, like snoring and like guppy breathing was very very normal for you it wasn't like you know um and you kept like leaning forward which again is normal for you so i was literally holding a book in my left hand and i kept pushing you back on the couch with my right and then i looked over at you and i'm like huh his ears are a funny color and i texted kelly and i said i think i'm gonna call the surgeon and she said well what's going on and then i texted her back and said I think I'm going to call an ambulance instead. And I texted her that. And I was on the phone with mom or talking to mom because they were in Chicago and I was supposed to go pick them up. And I'm like, I can't, I, I just, I got a feeling like I just, I don't want to leave them alone. I can't put them in the car. Like I'm going to Uber you home. Yeah. And she's like, no, it's going to cost too much money. And I was like, I, I cannot leave him. Like, I'm just, I I don't know why. I just, I'm going to Uber you home. And I ended up paying like $80 for an Uber for them to come home. Yeah. But as soon as I texted Kelly, I think I'm going to call 911. And I'm a paramedic. So for me to call 911, like, something's, something's got to yeah. be, you know. I look over at you again, and you lean forward, and all this bloody spit came out. So the first thing I did was I made sure you didn't bite your fucking tongue. And then your breathing, you started guppy breathing, which paramedics know what that means. So I called the ambulance, and... Now I know on that. This a, that was the first time I had ever called nine one one for family. Yeah. So, 
it it felt like it took forever to get there and it, it probably only took five or six minutes yeah um by the time they got there you were unresponsive to everybody but me like I would say your name and you would you know right so they were asking about your meds and the lieutenant was like well he was talking to his guys he's like well Narcan work on Norco and I looked at him and I said no and he looked at me and I was like I'm a paramedic and that's when the other guy came up on the stairs and he's like we gotta go and I know what that fucking means so they were trying to figure out how to get you on the cot and I just I, I yelled babe and you opened your eyes and looked I said stand up and get on the cot and you stood up and you pivoted and you went on the cot and you went unresponsive yeah. you remember any of that no <clears throat> so they got you in the ambulance and they ended up finding me in the hospital and they they told me what they did they gave you Narcan it didn't do anything so then you had all this bloody spit coming out not pink frothy sputum which medics will know what that means so they treated you like you had like you were having a conge- congestive heart failure issue yeah um they tried to put you on BiPAP didn't work your O2 stats were 64% when you got to the hospital so they brought you back right away. They um, knocked you out. It took double the amount of medication to knock you out than it would a normal person. And they intubated you right away. So when I got there, they let me back. And they let me back a little too soon, I think. <clears throat> and I was standing outside your room and a social worker came up to me. And I'm like, motherfucker. Like, I know what all of this means. That's yeah. the biggest fucking problem. And I'm like, he's innovated, isn't, isn't he? And she's like, yeah. And I started bawling. But I knew you were going to be innovated. Like, I knew they were going to have to do it. And the medics didn't do it because you were so big and your neck was so big at the time. They were afraid that they wouldn't be able to and they would yeah. fuck up your airway. Yeah. So um, an hour after we got there, you spiked like 104 fever. Um, I called mom. I called the person who was at the house and he tells me that he's on his way to have emergency surgery and I was like well this is where we're at Yeah. and then Jackie sends a group chat uh, group text our sister-in-law our sister-in-law because Mike Mark's brother had fallen off a fucking treadmill in Kansas City (laughs) and um, broke his fucking face essentially so she was giving us an update because it was the night before that he had fallen don't Sorry. Hit the microphone. Um, it was the night before that he had fallen because I was going to go to Kansas City. Yeah. Um, so she was given an update and I was like, well, hey, while, while we're all here, Mark's in the hospital, these fucking tubes, like this is what's going on. And yeah. Mm. So then they, br- they brought you up to ICU. And I remember the ICU nurse came down and um, she said, let's start him on, on Levifed. And I looked at her. They call Levafed leave him dead because Levafed is like last ditch effort before yeah. you're about to fucking die. Yeah. So they got you upstairs. You were on your belly for a while and you were only intubated. You were only satting at 84%. Your lungs were full of pneumonia and fluid. Your temperature spiked to 105. Like they were afraid you were going to seize everything like that. And then the next day, I'm sitting in the room with your mom, and I look up at the monitor, and I see your heart rate going down. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, he's got a fever. His heart rate should be, like, you know, in the 120s at least. But it kept going down. So I stuck my head around, and I saw the nurse, and I was like, is he tanking? 
And she's like, no, what are you? And it, it, they all must have looked at the monitor at the same time because nurses came from fucking everywhere. Yeah. And the last thing I remember is the nurse saying, give him atropine and start CPR. And I hit the fucking ground. Mm. So and they got you back, obviously. Yeah. And then that night you coded again. But this time, you coded. You were out. You were down for about 15 minutes. They shocked you five times. And then they shocked you into a completely normal heart rhythm. Yeah. To the point that Brad and I were like, is that is that actually his monitor? Because we didn't think, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. You died twice. Now I have nerve damage everywhere. Yeah. Still trying to figure out. I mean, but you're plug. not dead. I know. So that's cool. I know. But the, the doctor, the the doctor, he uh, he convinced me. He kept telling me, just just give me a couple more days. Just give me a couple more days because you can only have the tube in for so long. Yeah. So we tried extubating you once, and it went terribly bad. Did, did I ever tell you this? I don't think so. Oh, because uh, it, it went bad. It went really, really bad. What does that mean? Um, well, so the doctor was standing there, and then the two nurses, the two that were always with me, mm-hmm. and they pulled the tube out, and you coughed a few times, and then you immediately started guppy breathing. Yeah. So the doctor's like, nope, and he comes back in, and he's like, you, you got to go. You can't stay in here. And I was like, just let me fucking stay in here. And he's like, you can't, you can't stay in here. So I went out in the hallway, and he starts talking to you. He's like, come on, man. He's like, I really wanted you to fucking do this. You got to do this. And they tubed you again. And so, obviously, you ended up on the ventilator again. Yeah. Um, and he just kept telling me, give me a couple more days. Give me a couple more days. And we were going to uh, withdraw care. We had made, because you and I had talked about our wishes, yeah. you know. And it was... A, a trach was the next step. So we were, I was thinking about it. He let me think about it. And then the nurse called me that night and said, the doctor can do it tomorrow morning or he can't do it again till Tuesday. And Monday was the, the cutoff. Monday was the day that we were going to have to withdraw care. So we ended up doing the trach. You. Yep. So I remember talking to Sue and I'm like, what do I do? And she's like, I don't know, but I thank God I'm not fucking you right now. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's positive. Yeah. And then, yeah, you were there for a little while longer. And then we went to RML, which is a ventilator hospital. Yep. And that's when we found out about your shoulder. Yeah. We still don't know what's wrong with that. Nope. <clears throat> yeah. Went to uh, Silver Cross from yep. there to Shirley Ryan. Shirley Ryan is fucking amazing. Uh, amazing. Amazing. When you got there, your quads didn't work at all. And the nurse was like, I don't know if I'm going to get them to yeah. work. Like, we need to prepare you for, for this to not be able to walk again. Yeah. And now you got magic legs. I got magic legs. Yay. I can't feel them, but I can walk. <clears throat> They're there. So, man, we've been through a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. So that's our story in a yeah. nutshell. I'm over it. <laughs> uh, we need some good in our life to finally fucking happen. So. Yeah. But it, it's happening. We're we're alive. We're together. Mm-hmm. It could be worse. It definitely could Gotta be worse. Gotta think of that. Yep. You could be, like, for real dead. Yep. Our daughter is an asshole, though, by the way, because um, 
<clears throat> remember when you were eating yogurt and you're like, what is this in my yogurt? <laughs> yeah. You're like, Leah, am I going to die from this? And she's like, well, third time's a charm. I'm like, Leah, what the fuck? And then we were talking about my dad dying. Yeah. And she's like, well, mine died twice. I win. <laughs> Dude, you can't, you can't talk like that. But then if you listen to the very first couple episodes of the podcast I make reference to you I make fun of you I shouldn't yeah. say reference I make fun of you yeah. <clears throat> for being in the wheelchair and one of my friends was like you should probably like tell people <laughs> right. like what is going on what is going on and that you're not just making fun of a handicapped person like <laughs> right. you should probably let them know right so but yep. I gotta say one other thing too in the hospital just like the blue line the, the blue the, the guys. Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, I just got fucking chills. Um, those guys are. I, I can't even. I'm, I'm going to cry. I can't. Lugo. He. Yeah. Lugo. He was there. Mooney. I'm, I don't care. I'm going to say his name. He. 100%. Those guys were there every day. And then they knew that I wouldn't leave you alone. So they made a list, and somebody from the department stayed with you every single night. Every night. We had shifts. I would go home at 10, and somebody would come in. Every night. And your sister would buy them tacos. (laughs) Yeah. So one came up a lot because he was off of work, Mm -hmm. you know? And then, I want to say his name, but I don't. Um... And then one of the guys came to see you, and then he ended up passing that night. Yeah. yeah. So, with those guys, there's there's nothing like the Blue family. There's literally nothing like it. Do you know how many people offered to mow the lawn? <laughs> like, guys, he didn't do that before he yeah, fucking yeah, died. Yeah. Like, he, he's not going to do it now. <laughs> uh, but they're like, do you need anything at the house fixed? Like... We'll mow your lawn. Like, you know, they just, they didn't know what to do. Yeah. So they were trying to just offer up anything they could. Yeah. So many guys with guns came in that security came up to the room a couple times and asked if everything was okay. Yeah. So. They were great. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, there's nothing like it. They were incredible. It's going to make me cry now. Yeah. So. They. I remember having to call Lugo after you coded the first time. They were on. So they took a pass the first day. Lugo and I were sitting next to each other the night you went in. And this god-awful fucking sound came from my purse. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? I didn't realize I had your phone in my purse. Mm -hmm. Lugo's phone starts going off. And he picked up his phone and he looked at it and he threw it. Because it was a homicide. Yeah. And they let him not go the first couple days and then he or the first like you know that night he didn't have to go because he told him he was with me and then you coded and I had to call him and tell him that you coded and I I, yeah couldn't they got there quick (laughs) I'll say that they 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 got there fucking quick but somebody drove him there because nobody would let him drive yeah so yeah but then we were talking about this later I, I guess I didn't realize it was Tony, but he won the bean spitting contest. Yeah. And every year they like donated to some, and we, they ended up donating it to yeah. us, but I didn't realize it was Tony. Yeah. He said something the other day and I was like, what? 
Oh my god, that was you. Yep. So yeah, yeah it was. They're yeah, incredible. The and then task force. They... And then I went back to, um, my old job because of what they did. So I mean, those guys were there for me. Jax wants uh, me to talk about the first time he saw me. Oh, oh my God. Now you really want me to cry. Yeah. He was, do you remember this? I do. Yeah. Yeah, you tell it. I'm not, no. Uh, I, I, need a, I need a breather. Yeah, I'll, I'll cry too. So we were in RML and Jax had not seen him in a month. Now... Leah knew what was going on. She was old enough to understand. She had come in and seen you. Um, we sat her down. We explained what it meant to withdraw care. Jax thought you were sleeping to get better. And he would get pissed because, like, he's like, well, I want to call dad. And I was like, well, he's sleeping. And he's like, well, his hands aren't broke. <laughs> so he didn't, obviously, he was too young. He didn't know. So he got, he finally, after a month, it was like 34 days, he finally got to see you. And you were at RML, and you were traked, and you were awake, but uh, out of it still, but yeah. more more lucid than not. And he came in, and he was rubbing your head, and he was telling you to breathe. Yep. Just breathe. Yeah. That's all he would say. And we have the video of it. Yeah. My little man. Mm-hmm. No, I said slow down. Slow down. Slow breathing. That's yeah. what he would say to you. Yeah. He's my guy. Yeah. So, well, now that we're both like in tears, yeah. Let's... <laughs> now that's... I can have a drink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Maybe if I have a drink, I won't be fucking there you cranky. Go. So, but yeah, that's that is our story. It's more than nutshell. you guys bargained for, and uh, for the people that know us, sorry, just skip this episode. Yeah. You guys know what's up. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> but Cynthia, I hope that that was good. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed it. Because um, we sure did not. <laughs> <laughs> Memories. Uh, oh, fuck. But we're alive. We're together. Yep. yep. We have our family. Yep. You know, so. Yeah. I, and then, like, just fucking, like, just re- <laughs> random things always happen in groups with us. Yeah, they do. Like if they really do, like our air broke and we had to put the dog down on the same fucking day. Yeah, like what, baby Jesus? I know. Give me a break. Come on now. No. Come on. So, yep, that's our story. So next one, next episode is going to be an actual case. Don't worry. It's yeah. actually um, seven cases. I'm doing it about yeah. an entire town. That'll be so. Good. And then a Patreon episode is mm. going to be Casey Anthony. Casey Anthony, which is going to be very interesting. Yeah. Um, That'll be sometime next week. Research is very difficult on it's this. Very it's biased. very biased. Yeah. Very biased. I mean, I got to page seven on Google before finding an article that didn't call her a, a liar or, you know. Right. So, yeah. So All that'll right. be a little while. Well, why don't you let everyone know where they can find us? Twitter, um, DDUP Podcast, um, or at DDUP Podcast. Our website, uh, DDUPPodcast.com. 
Instagram, DDUP underscore podcast. Uh, Gmail, you can send us suggestions, um, critiques. Facebook. Comments. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the Gmail's DDUP um, dot one at gmail.com. And then Facebook, we're on there as Jam Cash and Death Do Us Part. Right. So please review, yeah. like, follow, because that helps us tremendously yeah plus i love reading your guys's comments yeah like they're too. they're fucking fantastic yeah I do so too. i love that the one girl fangirled you like that <laughs> makes me so happy because i i totally fangirled when somebody responded to me on twitter yeah. and woke you up so i get it like i was i was happy to hear that yeah thank you so, again rebecca appreciate it you guys are awesome yep you guys rock Please keep following, subscribe, leaving reviews, and uh, that's about it. Yeah. Until the next time. Yeah. So we'll probably be recording again tomorrow. Yeah, that's what I, I, that's what we're planning. Yeah. So. So, all right, guys. Well, that was it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We will talk to you very soon. Bye. Bye. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.